So I'm going to say that the number one thing that I get when someone asks me like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a stylist. Or, and it comes up in a conversation. First, when I say stylist, they immediately think of hairstylist. And if I say personal stylist, it's either what is that or I thought that was only for celebrities. So personal styling is absolutely not only for celebrities. And I will tell you why. Because I have yet to style a celebrity. I don't even know if that's my end game. What's up, ladies? And welcome back to the Just Realize podcast. The podcast where I share with you all of those Just Realize moments as I am growing and learning on this journey of motherhood, entrepreneurship, style, and all things self-love so that we can grow together. I'm Katie, your favorite podcaster and personal stylist, and boy, am I excited for today's episode. So before we jump in, I do want to share a little mantra with you guys and some orders of business, but I am so fucking excited for today's episode, and you are probably going to be like, why did you wait so long to do this? And I feel the same way, but... I don't know, like, I have a whole reason and I'm super, 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 super excited today. We're going to jump all into the world of personal styling and I cannot wait to have this episode with you guys and share some of the things I'm learning and we're going to break apart some myths and I'm really going to break down what personal styling is, myths around this, why you need a personal stylist and tips to help you on that journey as you begin to find one. But before we hop in, I want to share a mantra that I've really been leaning into, and I want to just reiterate the importance of mantras. I know as my podcast has shifted, my focus away from like that mindful Monday vibe has shifted along with myself, my growth, and my business, but please believe I am still the mantra fucking queen, and I am using them all the time. So mantras, affirmations, whatever feels good for you. Literally, it's how I get through some of my days, and it's definitely how I take and do scary things, right? I was going to say take scary action, so that makes it sound weird. It's how I take scary action and show up in my business. But the mantra that I want you to, like, start what you're doing and write down, text yourself, whatever that is, is action conquers fear, And I truly believe fear is the barrier for learning, for growing, for thriving, for loving. Fear is the barrier to the life that you really want. So action creates, I mean, excuse me, action creates clarity. Action conquers fear. That is the mantra that we're going to be leaning into this week. This is going to be a big, fun week, and I'm super excited. I have some really, really fun things planned for this week. And it's just like a whole lot. So before we really dive into today's episode, just want to remind you, you love bugs. If you are loving and enjoying the podcast, make sure that you're sharing it with all your friends and rate and review it if you have not done so yet. You know, my mission is to empower and hold up as many women as possible. And we do that together by supporting each other and sharing each other's work and sharing all the knowledge that we have amongst ourselves. So please rate, review, and share the podcast so that we can reach as many ladies as possible. And 
if you guys his Instagram feed is anything like mine, you know, the March is Women's History Month, but International Women's Day just passed and it was just so amazing to step into that energy, but I really want to keep that energy going because it needs to be more than one day a month. And women are really, really transitioning into different roles. And that's how we grow and thrive is by supporting each other, no matter what. And I really wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast today, running my business today, if it was not for the women in my life. So that being said, speaking of Instagram, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, you definitely should, because that's the easiest place to get in touch with me. And I've been pouring my fucking heart and soul into some videos and some style tip videos, which I actually really enjoy. Again, it's just another opportunity for me to run my mouth. So if you want to learn more and dial into some style videos and different things that I'm popping in there weekly, my Instagram handle is at Katie Allen Stylist. And you do want to go follow this week and pay attention because probably on Wednesday or Thursday, I am going to drop some giveaway announcement um, on different ways that you guys can work with me, which is why I'm so excited about today's episode. So with that being said, let's dive right in. All right. So what the fuck is a personal stylist anyway? <laughs> I realize that a lot of people have heard the word person. Some people haven't even heard the word personal stylist, but some people have. And the people that have, I get a lot of really good questions around it. And I get a lot of looks like, is that even real life? Do people in real life even have personal stylists? Like it feels so intangible and so like unobtainable. And you guys know me, like that's so not my vibe, right? So my goal with personal styling is to really share the message on how we can use it to empower and make it fun and accessible, fun and accessible. Like that's my underlying goal. But back to the question, what is a goddamn personal stylist anyway? So how I see personal styling, and we will get into this for real, I'm going to bust apart some um, myths, some little myth busting activity. But a personal stylist is someone who helps you save time and money by helping you build a wardrobe that makes you feel amazing and confident. And I know the first thing you're thinking is how the fuck is that saving me time or money? But it is. So just stick with me and I will give you all the different examples on how this really truly does save you time and money. But it's just that. It's just like anytime you hire anyone else in your life to help you do anything, it's usually because you have a pain point and this person can help you. And a lot of times it's because our expertise lies in a different area and we don't want to be the one that spends the time and money and effort doing those things. It's no different than hiring someone to cut your grass, right? You have different things to do, things that you're actually better at, and you save yourself time and money by paying someone else to do that, correct? All right. So that being said, you're probably still like, but what do you really do? That means nothing. So let's go through a little bit. I want to just answer that question through busting some myths apart and some questions that I get all the time or just misconceptions in general. 
So I'm going to say that the number one thing that I get when someone asks me like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a stylist. And it comes up in a conversation. First, when I say stylist, they immediately think of hairstylist. And if I say personal stylist, it's either what is that or I thought that was only for celebrities. So personal styling is absolutely not only for celebrities. And I will tell you why. Because I have yet to style a celebrity. I don't even know if that's my end game. I really just want to support any badass woman on her journey, especially that woman who's a mom who's really going after her dream life and doing those things and putting herself first. But for example, so I don't style celebrities. I style everyday powerhouse women just like you just like you, just like me. So let's think. Some of my clients have been real estate agents, web designers, business consultants, um, CFOs, party planners. What else? Um, Branding gurus. Like I actually get quite a few real estate agents. It's really any woman who is living out her dream and doesn't feel like she has the time or the money to spend wasting buying clothes that don't fit, buying clothes that don't feel good on her, or maybe she simply just doesn't have the time to go shopping. It's almost like shopping for your groceries. And she has hired someone to come in to help clean out her wardrobe. So she has a really functioning closet space and wardrobe. So when she walks in it every day, she saves herself time by not questioning, like, does this look good on me? Does that shirt go with these pants? How do I put together this outfit? How do I show up and feel confident? That's why they are bringing me in. And then let's see, the biggest misconception is probably around money. Okay. All of these women I just listed for you all have jobs that each of us have, and they all have budgets. They all have families. They all have responsibilities, right? Very reasonable budgets. It's not what everybody thinks it is, right? But the goal here is that we save time and money by knowing exactly what makes them feel good. And it's not about buying the cheapest clothes or anything like that. It's about investing in quality pieces that make you feel good. And before we even get to that part, it's about going through and seeing what you already have and providing direction on different ways to put outfits together that really support either the way you want to feel, your body type, your colors, whatever that is for you. Each person is radically different. Each person has radically different needs. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I get to watch these women transform, see the clothes that they have in their life as brand new clothes. And then they get this amazing epiphany on like how to shop for themselves, what colors look great, And all of that. So kind of meaning like if you go to the store and you do want to go shopping, because of course I will go shopping for you. That's probably the other number one question I get is like, can you just shop for me? Of course, I can totally just shop for you. But still, before you can do that, we still have to do the foundational work of how do you want to feel? What is that message that you're trying to communicate when you get dressed in the morning? Like, let me give an example. Did you know that within seven seconds, based on what you are wearing before you've opened your mouth when someone meets you, that they've already judged your personality, your intelligence, and your authority just on what you're wearing. 
right? So yes, the answer is we can totally go shopping, but there's so much more to personal styling than just going shopping. I am trying to get in there and open up the space for these women to really get crystal clear on how they want to feel every day when they're showing up in those jobs, when they're showing up to meet those new clients to show them houses, when they're building websites for new people, when they're planning parties for their clients. What is that feeling that they want to feel so that they can show up as their best self for their client? And how do they want their client to feel when they're working with them? Do they want them to feel confident? Do they want them to feel comfortable? Do they want them to feel fun? And mind you, every single person is different in how they want to feel and how they want to communicate with their wardrobe. That's the biggest piece. And I really believe that once you build that foundation, then everything else flows from there. And this is why you save the time and the money because once you get crystal fucking clear on what it is, how you want to feel and the message you want to communicate, everything flows from there. And you're probably thinking like, fuck, I hear this in so many areas of our life, but it's so, 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 so true. And it's so true for everything in your life. It all, that's the foundation is what are you communicating to yourself, most importantly, and then to everybody else. But once you are clear on that, getting dressed in the morning gets easier, shopping. So say you're out shopping for yourself or whatever, and or you're in a department store, which I can't even imagine doing that these days, but let's flow, okay? You're out in a department store and you're shopping for something and you see this beautiful sweater. Now, instead of just buying that sweater because it's beautiful, maybe it's on sale, you can really ask yourself a couple of questions. And it's like we build a method, right, for how you want to feel and how you want to look and communicate. It's, you know, does this work well for my body? Is this one of my power colors or personality colors or whatever that feels for you? Does this make me feel good? And a lot of times I really, really try to get my clients to lean in to what do they want to feel? Because It's just like with any other thing you do in life, when you're looking at that sweater and say your three things are like, I want to feel fun, comfortable, and powerful. Ask yourself, does that sweater make me feel like that? And if the answer is yes, okay, is that sweater going to enhance my body shape as it is right now? Because I love my body as it is right now. And then lastly, is that a color that's absolutely flattering on me? That one, I like to play with a little bit. Obviously, we all do look good in different colors, and you can really, really maximize that, but that's the really fun part, and I feel like that's like a whole next level. But anyways, you kind of build this method from working with a personal stylist, and that's why it saves you time and money. So every time you step in your closet, every time you step out to spend some money on some clothing, every time you make any decision based in that whether you're showing up for a meeting, you're meeting a client for the first time, giving a presentation, giving a presentation on Zoom, meeting with a new vendor, whatever the hell it is, you can always go back to that formula and like how you want to feel before you show up. I know that that was kind of like a long answer to is personal styling only for celebrities, which I think we've gotten to obviously is absolutely not. Myth number two. Personal styling is only for fashionistas or people that like to dress up. I would totally go out here and say pump the fucking brakes. You know, it's not. I think that my style is really casual and sporty with like a flair, 
right? Like, that's kind of my thing. It's like a classic casual with a punch. And everybody has their defined feeling that they want. And it's absolutely not about being a fashionista. I would tell you, hands down, the number one comment I get is, I don't want to be trendy. Nobody wants to be trendy because there's this huge misconception of what the word trendy actually means, which, I mean, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I will say it again. Trends actually last for a really, really long time. Trends last anywhere from five to 10 years. Now, some trends turn into fads, things that are like flash in the pan, like bright magenta is hot this season. That's fine. Some people do want to be trendy. It doesn't matter. But the point is, it's not about that. It's about building an amazing wardrobe that's easy to manage, makes you feel good, and empowers you to show up confidently. And that reaches well beyond fashionistas or people that like to dress up. Getting a personal stylist is really about stepping into a space that we all live every single day and utilizing the clothing, the tools that we already have in front of us every day so that we can just show up more confidently and truly as ourselves. It has nothing to do with your level and desire to be a fashionista. All right, the third one that I really, really want to address, and I just think it's so funny, is a personal stylist will make me dress like them. Absolutely not. Two reasons. Why would I want you to dress like me? If dressing like myself is a form of self-expression, why would I want everyone else to look and dress like me? I wouldn't, right? And I can promise you that As a stylist, I have to meet my clients where they are and that every time I show up, it's totally about them. And every single person that I have worked with so far has radically different styles from from me and from each other. I love using style and beauty as a self-care tool to show up as yourself so I can appreciate anyone's style, right? Because when I see something and I'm shopping, I'm like, oh my God, that's perfect for so-and-so. Oh my God, that's perfect for so-and-so. I see these people as personalities. And when I look at clothing, that clothing has a personality for me and it matches to a different person based on how they want to feel and how they want to look. Different colors evoke different emotions, different silhouettes, different fabrics, different cuts. And it all is embedded into this like abstract thinking conception that I love is it matches this person and their personality. And that's where the passion and the fire come from, right? That's what lights me fucking up. It's not about getting people to dress like me. I don't even give a fuck if you wear lipstick or not. Yes, I personally think it's a tool and I love to share my products, my tips, my tricks, my favorite things. But if that's not your thing and your thing is pantyhose and I hate pantyhose, I don't care. I'm here to serve you. What lights me up, and I'm sure I'm speaking for most personal stylists when I say this, is seeing the reaction and the feeling that the client has when they look at themselves and they feel amazing. For me, it's the look in the eye. Every person that I've styled and helped shop clothes for 
or even done, it usually starts way before the shopping because the shopping is like the last piece. Even from the moment that they have committed to working with me, they view themselves differently. They view clothing differently. They view self-care differently. And it's the look in their eye, the way that they show up. It's like they've given themselves permission to be who they are again. And that's what that's about for me. Okay. Myth number four, having a personal stylist is superficial or frivolous. This one burns my ass and it's almost right up there with self-care and selfish for me, right? It's nothing superficial about it. There's nothing frivolous about it. Hiring someone to help you do something that's going to make you feel amazing and show up better in your life and show up and love yourself more and show up as a better mother and show up as a better advocate or what help show up better helping someone buy a house, show up better in your marriage, whatever that is for you. How in the world could that be superficial or frivolous? Again, the key piece to this is taking the things that you already have, and you can think about it like this, when we do closet detoxes and we go through someone's closet and we figure out what's working for them, what's not working for them, and how to restyle the clothes that they already have, it's really about them creating a new relationship with their clothing and think of it like them becoming grateful for clothing that they've already had in their closet that a lot of times they don't know how to style, Right. A lot of times I've had so many clients say, I love this dress, but I don't know what the fuck to wear with it. Or I love this jacket, but I don't know what to wear with it. And that's what they're hiring me to do. Right. They're hiring me to be like, oh, easy peasy, because this is what I love. I love spending time on magazines and watching people and seeing how people dress and following those kind of things. Like that lights me up. I realize it doesn't light everybody up. So that's why they've hired me to bring me in when they show me that dress that is just flat on their body, throw a belt on it, throw a jacket, whatever that is that makes them feel powerful. It's totally different for me to see them completely objectively because it's not me. Let me give you a really, really good example. I have been in marketing, oh, my whole life, right? So yes, I went to fashion school. Yes, that's my passion. I never truly believed that I could actually get paid doing what I love. So I took the safe road and went into marketing and it felt like it was creative. So, and you know, it has to do with image and impact. So it felt like a really good safe route to take, right? I, since then, have stepped out of that world and started my own business. And this is why I've even waited to do this episode. I was planning a photo shoot, building a website, rebranding. It's damn near impossible to do it for yourself, on yourself, because you're so fucking emotionally involved. And the stories that we tell ourselves are through the fucking roof, and it's no different whether you're trying to do something scary, whether you're trying something new for the first time, trying to create your dream life, or fucking get dressed in the morning. It doesn't matter. When you are doing something on yourself, sometimes it's really hard to step away and separate yourself, right, from the feelings and the emotions that a lot of things have. So when I meet with these people, I am creating the space for them to talk through the different things, to show me their problems. We're not trying to add problems to their closet, right? We're trying to create solutions for the clothes that they already have. I want these women to feel amazing and beautiful with the clothes that they already have and the bodies that they have and honor where they are right now, because all we can do is trust that process and honor where we are. 
And let me tell you, if you have been following along on this podcast, you know <laughs> that I have d- done nothing over these last 18 months, but go through a fucking journey and pour my guts out on this podcast about how that feels. So I really honor the importance of being where you are and honoring where you are and just finding the solutions to be grateful for those things that you already have. So I hope that clears up that on being superficial and frivolous. And this is exactly why it's not. And I think one of my absolute favorite things is that I heard someone say, um, sent me a question on was, will a personal stylist tell me to throw away all of my clothes? Again, absolutely not. Like we see that a lot on TV shows and different things. You have to remember that's for dramatic effect. I would never tell someone to throw away clothes Unless there are some valid reasons. If they do not fit you, it's probably time to get rid of them. By the time they fit again, you will be a different woman in a different phase of your life. And you work really hard and you deserve clothes that fit you now and make you feel good. Okay? Next, if those clothes have a negative emotion, make you feel bad about yourself or remind you of a time in your life that you need to heal, you do not need to keep them. We have super emotional attachments to our clothes. A personal stylist would never do that. The job for the personal stylist is to make you feel more comfortable in your closet with the clothes and with your body. It's nothing to do with coming in and like destroying your closet and giving you this must-have list of clothes if you want to be the next influencer fashionista. It is about providing you a transformational experience so that you can show up as the badass bitch that you are and feel fucking good. That's it. It's that simple. And I get it. And you guys are probably like, didn't you just say you can't do it for yourself? And you can't. So let me tell you, I totally fully understand this. And I think this is why I've waited so long to do this podcast. So it's come together at this perfect moment for me because I just did a photo shoot last week for my new brand and it was a complete 1000% up level for me. And in that moment, pulling my outfits together for that shoot, taking that shoot, bringing everything, bringing all of the tools that I use on a daily basis and setting them up for a photo shoot and then seeing myself in those pictures after the fact, gave me this major epiphany, aha, of like, I really am doing this. Like, that is who I am. And I've had this major, major fucking up level. And it's like, I've got to start sharing this. And it's time for me to just like step into the what the fuck is a personal stylist space. And number two, I have been taking scary action every day. You guys know I talk about this all the time, right? That was my mantra for today is action conquers fear. Every time I take scary action and every time I show up, it definitely 1000% is like leading me to that next step. And you also know I'm woo-woo, so I'm like following these steps and these little nuggets along the way, and they all have become so interconnected, and I am being led to amazing people and amazing opportunities are opening up for me. That being said, I actually just like met a person, met a person, met a person who introduced me to a person who actually is a local stylist who is coming to my house, right? We're not going to do this virtually. We've agreed that as long as everybody's feeling healthy, we're going to come over to my house and she is going to walk me through a closet detox in my house so I can be on the receiving end of that so I can only grow my skills even better and show up here even better to provide you with the most 
quality content and experience that I could possibly give you. But my point in sharing that is immediately I was like, oh my God, she's going to tell me to throw away all my clothes or like, oh my God, she's going to judge me. And I was like, oh, Katie, this is exactly what everybody thinks when they get on the phone with you. And so far, a lot of my clients have been people who are in my community that I have known through this journey. And most of them I know pretty well, right? Like we've supported each other through really big things like leaving jobs, starting businesses, divorces, pandemics, jobs, losses, whatever that is, right? And everyone has said to me, like, I'm super excited to work with you, but I'm nervous, right? Hiring a personal stylist is a very, very intimate decision. So I want to move into some tips, like my best tips to give you when you are ready to make that move. And you're like, yes, I need some help. Yes, it's no different. Like a lot of people ask me questions and it feels so out of reach. I'm like, it's no different than hiring someone to help you do anything, right? It is different from your stitch fix though, because I'm way fucking cooler and I know how you want to (laughs) feel. But anyways, that's a whole different podcast episode. A lot of my clients actually use stitch fix. Stitch fix is great, right? It's fun. I am a huge proponent of getting a subscription box because I like the surprise, but there's definitely a downfall with that because what happens is a lot of times you'll love one or two things, but then now you have these other outfits or these other pieces of clothes that maybe don't go with anything in your closet. And then you end up buying things to support that. And then again, we're back into that cycle of spending money that we don't need to spend. But I digress. Um, I wanted to really give you some solid tips because so sharing that experience with you guys about, you know, personal stylists will tell you to trash everything. And that's definitely a myth. So I want to step into this journey on my own so I can be on the receiving end of this, right? So I can really get in and help people feel more confident in themselves. So as I was thinking about this and I was thinking about the people that have been working with me and like the best tips that I can provide to someone who's sitting on the other side and is maybe thinking about it or maybe has another wish list, who knows, about getting a personal stylist. Whatever you do, remember, it is a very vulnerable, intimate experience. So whoever you decide to go with, make sure it's someone that you really like and someone that you're super comfortable with because it is about our image and about our bodies. And a lot of us put a lot of self-worth into that. And any good stylist worth her salt will help you reshape those ideas and figure that out and show you a different way to think and lead you in a completely different direction. But before you get there, there definitely has to be some vulnerability and you have to show up and really share like, what are your goals, right? Which is my tip number two is be honest, right? Get honest with yourself about what you want. But more importantly, be honest with your stylist. Your stylist is not there to judge you. They are not there to make you look like them. In fact, they probably don't. I don't want to make you look like me because then you look like me and I don't look like me, right? But be honest with what you really want to achieve, what you like and what you don't like. Again, you're not going to hurt. Well, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Can't speak for everyone because at the end of the day, I am there to serve you, 
right? I want you to have a great experience. I personally don't care what makes you feel good and what makes you feel confident. Yes, I will try to push your boundaries a little bit and make you open up to things and give you different ways to see things, right? Maybe things you've never thought of in the past. But at the end of the day, it's really about getting you to have those mindsets set shifts and not continue to play small. It's not, it's about not hiding anymore. I want you to be confident enough to be seen and to show up and keep shining because God knows we all need the light, right? And we all need everyone's gifts and shine. And then last but not least, 100% have a budget, right? Once you get to the shopping portion, or maybe you're hiring a stylist just to clean out your closet, maybe not. But if you are hiring a stylist to clean out your closet, and maybe you need them to go shopping for special events, maybe you're getting married, maybe you're in a transition phase of your life, like this is a really, really big one. A lot of people are up leveling, probably in their business, they're meeting new clients, they're showing up in a different way, they're giving new presentations, maybe they've booked a TED Talk, you know who I'm talking to, I'm waiting to hear from ya. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Different things in your life that you have going on, this is the best time to get a stylist. Another really big one, transitioning between weight loss, weight gain, careers, having children. I've shared this story a thousand times about really losing myself and my sense of style after having kids because I didn't give myself permission to spend money on myself, even no matter what. I just mean any money on myself. I didn't give myself permission to spend time loving and caring for myself. So absolutely have a budget. It actually helps. It helps your stylist. It helps you. It helps keep everybody grounded because then we can focus on what are the pieces that are worth really investing in. Where are the pieces that you can mix and match a little bit? You know, where can we um, invest less versus investing more? Because it really is quality over quantity. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Hopefully I give you a little bit more clarity on what a personal stylist is, what a personal stylist does by breaking down some of the misconceptions and the questions that I get all the time. And you guys know me, open book. I would tell you like it is. So if I didn't answer something or you have questions about something else, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at Katie Allen Stylist and make sure you are checking in this week because of a really, really fun giveaway. And now I know you guys are all hot on personal styling, but it's going to be fun. And I'm really looking forward to helping as many women as possible. So stay tuned and I will talk to you soon. Bye.